Thank you for tuning in to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. We trust you'll enjoy this musical selection to bring you peace, comfort and hope. Sure. 
Jesus Christ 
of praise endeavors to draw your heart, mind and soul to a close relationship with your Savior, Jesus Christ.
as an ensign fair we lifted up today while as ransomed ones we sing marching on and on marching on and on for christ count everything but everything but lost for the king of kings will tore lasting beneath the banner of the cross Over land and sea, wherever man may dwell, make the glorious tidings known. Of the crimson banner, now the story tell, while the Lord shall claim his own. Marching on and on, marching on and on, for Christ count everything but everything but For the King of Kings will pour lasting beneath the banner on the cross. When the great commander from the vaulted sky sounds the resurrection day, then before our King the faint and foe shall die, and the saints shall march away, marching on and on. Marching on and on for Christ count everything but everything but lost for the King of Kings will tore lasting beneath the banner on the cross. Follow, 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 footsteps lead keep in his beaming presence every counsel heed watch while the hours are flying ready some good to do quick while his voice is calling yield obedience true and wrong lift them from depths of sorrow in his strength be strong follow If you're enjoying this music, encourage your friends to listen to this program each week. Some call it progress and we must conform, or we will be left by the change. 
This new world religion serves the God of their choice, but salvation still comes in one name. That name is Jesus, sweet rose of Sharon, spotless and pure Lamb of God. Jesus, Lion of Judah, promised Emmanuel, God's Son. Jesus, my Lord and Creator, defeated and conquered the grave. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. All the great leaders who sleep in their graves one day will bow and proclaim he's lord of all glory the crown king of kings all creation will thunder his name that name is jesus sweet rose of sharon spotless and pure lamb of god jesus lion of judah Promised Emmanuel, God's Son, Jesus, my Lord and Creator, defeated and conquered the grave. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. That name is Jesus, sweet rose of Sharon. Spotless and pure Lamb of God, Jesus, Lion of Judah, promised Emmanuel, God's Son, Jesus, my Lord and Creator, defeated and conquered the grave, Jesus, this world's only Savior, Jesus, what a wonderful name. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. Wonderful
someone who feels like they've lost it all over the edge with no one there to break their fall and what do you say to someone who feels so unloved giving themselves away a little bit every day just to be good enough what do you say to a hopeless soul who can't remember their way home everything is out of their control there is no valley there is no darkness there is no sorrow greater than the grace of jesus there is no moment there is no distance there is no life is on the line and they're unsure what happens after their last breath in time what do you say to someone who's built a wall you can't break through and it's so hard for them to hear the truth there is no valley there is no darkness there is no sorrow greater than the grace of Jesus there is no moment there is no distance there is no heartbreak he can't take you through so before you think that you're too
invite your family and friends to also enjoy songs of praise. The Lord is preparing His glorious bride Without spot or wrinkle By His word purified He has promised to come And carry her home And ever shall reign with His love By His side Tried him and I found his promise. 
finest words I know could not begin to tell just how much Jesus really means to me.
Here at 3ABN Australia Radio are delighted to share songs of praise with you. We look forward to your company next time. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Chapter 13, The Helpless Poor. When all has been done that can be done in helping the poor to help themselves, there still remain the widow and the fatherless, the aged, the helpless and the sick, that claim sympathy and care. Never should these be neglected. They are committed by God himself to the mercy, the love and the tender care of all whom he has made his stewards. Subheading, The Household of Faith. As we have opportunity, let us do good to all men, 
especially to them who are of the household of faith. Galatians 6.10 In a special sense, Christ has laid upon his church the duty of caring for the needy among its own members. He suffers his poor to be in the borders of every church. They are always to be among us, and he places upon the members of the church a personal responsibility to care for them. As the members of a true family care for one another, ministering to the sick, supporting the weak, teaching the ignorant, training the inexperienced, so is the household of faith to care for its needy and helpless ones. Upon no consideration are these to be passed by. Subheading Widows and Orphans The widow and the fatherless are the objects of the Lord's special care. A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows, is God in his holy habitation? Your maker is your husband. Jehovah of hosts is his name. And the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. Leave your fatherless children. I will preserve them alive and let your widows trust in me. Psalms 68 verse 5, Isaiah 54 verse 5, and Jeremiah 49 verse 11. Many a father, when called upon to part from his loved ones, has died resting in faith upon God's promise to care for them. The Lord provides for the widow and the fatherless, not by a miracle in sending manna from heaven, not by sending ravens to bring them food, but by a miracle upon human hearts, expelling selfishness and unsealing the fountains of Christ-like love. The afflicted and bereaved ones he commits to his followers as a precious trust. They have the very strongest claim upon our sympathy. In homes supplied with life's comforts, in bins and granaries filled with the yield of abundant harvests, in warehouses stocked with the products of the loom, and vaults stored with gold and silver, God has supplied means for the sustenance of these needy ones. He calls upon us to be channels of his bounty. And in Psalms 147.3 it says, He healeth the broken in heart, and bindeth up their wounds. Many a widowed mother with her fatherless children is bravely striving to bear her double burden, often toiling far beyond her strength in order to keep her little ones with her and to provide for their needs. Little time has she for their training and instruction, little opportunity to surround them with influences that would brighten their lives. She needs encouragement, sympathy and tangible help. God calls upon us to supply to these children, so far as we can, the want of a father's care. Instead of standing aloof, complaining of their faults and of the trouble they may cause, help them in every possible way. Seek to aid the careworn mother. Lighten her burdens. Then there are the multitudes of children who have been wholly deprived of the guidance of parents and the subduing influence of a Christian home. 
Let Christians open their hearts and homes to these helpless ones. The work that God has committed to them as an individual duty should not be turned over to some benevolent institution or left to the chances of the world's charity. If the children have no relatives able to give them care, let the members of the church provide homes for them. He who made us ordained that we should be associated in families, and the child nature will develop best in the loving atmosphere of a Christian home. Many who have no children of their own could do a good work in caring for the children of others. Instead of giving attention to pets, lavishing affection upon dumb animals, let them give their attentions to little children whose characters they may fashion after the divine similitude. Place your love upon the homeless members of the human family. See how many of these children you can bring up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Many would thus be greatly benefited themselves. Subheading, the aged. The aged also need the helpful influences of the family. In the home of brothers and sisters in Christ can most nearly be made up to them the loss of their own home. If encouraged to share in the interests and occupations of the household, it will help them to feel that their usefulness is not at an end. Make them feel that their help is valued that there is something yet for them to do in ministering to others, and it will cheer their hearts and give interest to their lives. So far as possible, let those whose whitening heads and failing steps show that they are drawing near to the grave remain among friends and familiar associations. Let them worship among those whom they have known and loved. Let them be cared for by loving and tender hands. Whenever they are able to do so, it should be the privilege of the members of every family to minister to their own kindred. When this cannot be, the work belongs to the church, and it should be accepted both as a privilege and as a duty. All who possess Christ's spirit will have a tender regard for the feeble and the aged. The presence in our homes of one of these helpless ones is a precious opportunity to cooperate with Christ in his ministry of mercy and develop traits of character like his. There is a blessing in the association of the old and the young. The young may bring sunshine into the hearts and lives of the aged. Those who hold on life is weakening need the benefit of contact with the hopefulness and buoyancy of youth and the young may be helped by the wisdom and experience of the old. Above all, they need to learn the lesson of unselfish ministry, the presence of one in need of sympathy and for the forbearance and self-sacrificing love would be to many a household a precious blessing. It would sweeten and refine the home life and call forth in old and young those Christ-like graces that would make them beautiful with a divine beauty and rich in heaven's imperishable treasure. Subheading, a test of character. You have the poor with you always, Christ said, and whensoever you will, you may do them good. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, 
to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Mark 14 verse 7 and James 1 27. In placing among them the helpless and the poor to be dependent upon their care, Christ tests his professed followers. By our love and service for his needy children, we prove the genuineness of our love for him. To neglect them is to declare ourselves false disciples, strangers to Christ and his love. If all were done that could be done in providing homes and families for orphan children, there would still remain very many requiring care. Many of them have received an inheritance of evil. They are unpromising, unattractive, perverse, but they are the purchase of the blood of Christ and in his sight are just as precious as our own little ones. Unless a helping hand is held out to them, they will grow up in ignorance and drift into vice and crime. Many of these children could be rescued through the work of orphanages. Such institutions to be most effective should be modelled as closely as possible after the plan of a Christian home. Instead of large establishments, bringing great numbers together, let there be small institutions in different places. Instead of being in or near some town or large city, they should be in the country where land can be secured for cultivation and the children can be brought into contact with nature and can have the benefits of industrial training. Those in charge of such a home should be men and women who are large-hearted, cultured and self-sacrificing men and women who undertake the work from love to Christ and who train the children for Him. Under such care, many homeless and neglected ones may be prepared to become useful members of society, an honour to Christ themselves and in their turn helping others. Many despise economy, confounding it with stinginess and narrowness, but economy is consistent with the broadest liberality. Indeed, without economy, there can be no true liberality. We are to save that we may give to be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. Does your faith need a boost? Do you think that miracles only happened in Bible times? Think again. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Harold Harker. This story is entitled Prayer Meeting. Romans 15 verse 30 says, Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me. Judy Atkin, the founder of ASIP Ministries, the Adventist Southeast Asia Projects, tells one of the many stories where she has personally seen God heal immediately. 
she knew a lady in Phanat Nakhom, a Cambodian refugee camp, who desperately wanted to immigrate to Canada because that was where her only remaining daughter lived. She had one big problem, a bad case of tuberculosis. There was no way she could pass the medical exam to be allowed into Canada. However, she was a believer in Jesus. She asked for prayer. Judy Atkin and about 35 fairly new Christians crowded into her bamboo shack. They knew there was a God in heaven who loved to heal. So they asked him to show his power and love. Then the Cambodian woman walked to the medical clinic for an examination. Her lungs were clear. That's the way Jesus is. He delights to heal. He delights to give joy. She was so excited. Canada would be her new home. A reflection associated with this story comes from The Desire of Ages, page 350. Calling the twelve about him, Jesus bade them go out two and two through the towns and villages. None were sent forth alone, but brother was associated with brother, friend with friend. Thus, they could help and encourage each other, counselling and praying together, each one's strength supplementing the other's weakness. In the same manner, he afterwards sent forth the seventy. This story, Prayer Meeting, was written by Scott Griswold, the Assistant Director of Adventist Southeast Asia Projects, ISAP Ministries, Berrien Springs, Michigan. Details are on their website, asapministries.org.